we're recording at night time. Since the night time, this is dark times out. Yeah, this is usually recording <laughs> in the afternoon, but now it's, it's dark times. Content sewer after dark. It's content sewer podcast mania. Podcast mania. Uh, now part of the UFC organization. Endeavor, Mister. I endeavor, endeavor to watch the WWE again. I got a tummy ache, but I'm gonna be brave and record this podcast anyways. I'm gonna. I got a powerful cases of wanting to go to bed and not deal with anything, but I'm gonna God. endeavor to do this podcast. Oh, God's bravest soldier. God gives his toughest tummy aches to his most sexiest, bravest, powerful alpha male soldiers. He God only gives the tummy aches to those he knows that can handle them. This is Content Sewer. I am Kyle, Tiger's Kyle, with the tummy ache and Sleepy Sean. He needs to go to bed. We review Netflix original films. But first, my review of WrestleMania. It stinks! <laughs> the last good WrestleMania was in 1994. So I watch it pretty much every year, even though I don't really fuck with WWE too much because it's lame. I get it. But like, I was watching it and I was like, "Man, the spectacle of WrestleMania has gotten so." It's still two days, right? Yeah, but it's like just the most like um, extreme American tacky gaudiness, you know. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting about WrestleMania now too is it is like such a major event for like the wrestling industry as a whole like people all the indie promotions and all they all descend on the location of wrestlemania that weekend and put on shows and do panels and fan events and well it's just crazy like how much i guess like revenue or business in general for the wrestling industry that takes place around wrestlemania Nuts, <clears throat> but it sucked. <laughs> WrestleMania. Well, Vince McMahon's gonna want some of all that cash. What's crazy about it is like here's play by play rundown the weekend for me with WrestleMania. Um, well, I watched the first night and it was pretty good. I was like, hey, that's not too bad. Maybe WWE's you know turning it around. Triple H, he's got it. But well, as it was going on, it was also <clears throat> they announced that WWE is being bought by Endeavor. And then they announced that um, Vince McMahon's, you know, back on the board of directors as well. And I was like, ooh, grim importance. And then Sunday, <laughs> uh, it, like leading up to WrestleMania, it's like, oh, Vince McMahon's there. He's got an office set up. And then right beforehand, oh, he's at the gorilla position. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the second night Sunday, like, really descended into, like, absolute shit. It's like, I don't know for sure. Um, there's confirmation that <clears throat> last night's like um, Raw was like fucked up by Vince. Oh, so you think there's some over last minute rewrites by Vince and the crew? There, so there's confirmation from people back that Raw was right. That Raw was WrestleMania Night Two was rewritten. <clears throat> I yeah, I think so. Or there's just like a lot of pressure to do certain things at least because like if the the drop in quality <laughs> between the two nights was like pretty extreme. Now I'm curious. I might, I might, because it's on Peacock, right? Peacock, yeah. It's it was free ninety nine for me. I guess me, I her parents paid for Peacock, and I just use it to watch WWE. But technically, it's free. But uh, I yeah, probably won't I keep mean, up with UFC because doesn't UFC do all that shit through pay per view? Yeah, but they still have the contract with Peacock for like another three years. So 
I guess they could get out of it, but uh, but oh uh, yeah, things looking bad for WWE though. Vince McMahon's back, and that's it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Crazy ass Vince McMahon. What a terrible piece of shit. Bad day for one of Vince McMahon's great friends though. That's right. Our president of the United States, Donald Trump. Oh, I was going on with him. I I saw some like cool TikToks about how he's actually still president. You want to know how they know that he's still president? Are they still doing that shit? Yeah, the new stuff today because he he arrived, He's in the motorcade, right? Going to go to jail. <laughs> 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 and there, there are multiple TikToks from those dweebs that were like. Look, there's an ambulance in the motorcade. Why would there be an ambulance in there for a civilian? He must still be the president of the United States. But he's still getting indicted, though. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't really matter, huh? Uh, man, yeah, he's still the president. We're gonna, they're going to put him on trial. Yes. Secret president goes on real trial in front of real people or something. Yeah, it's not like uh, he talks of, of uh, Chad's like crying and praying to God and oh there's gonna be oh this civil war we're gonna get him <laughs> like oh well, the military is gonna be on our side it's like you asshole some 21 year old who's like $50,000 in debt on his Dodge Charger is gonna happily dome you man <laughs> He doesn't. They don't believe. They're not even him, gonna be right? asked to, 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 to dome you. They don't even get that far. There's not. No one was gonna show up for this shit. Now, I mean, even if like civil war did pop off, that's their argument, right? It's, oh, the active military is gonna be on our yeah, side. It's like, no. no, they no, they're not, man. Some they're like their commanding officers gonna tell them what to do, and they're gonna fucking melt you, man. <laughs> Some goofy twenty year old doesn't know shit. No, no, Whatever. they joined for political reasons. They're real ideologues. Not because they're poor and wanted free health care. They're real uh, American patriots like Pat Tillman, huh? <laughs> yeah. They love how they trot him out every Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, that's fucking... Really, he would really like that. Him and his family really appreciates it. Yeah, he would love it, right? He joined, he signed up to get revenge. He was like, I'm going to get revenge on those rightheads, right? Isn't that what he said? Exactly. Exact words. Uh-huh. He's going my face everywhere. Use me to recruit people. Yeah, when he was getting shot by his own men, he was like, make sure they use me for propaganda. Oh, jeez. Okay, Um, enough of that. Enough of that, that crazy shit. Crazy shit that man, who really Most cares about this episode's going to be extremely dated next week when it turns out that President Trump was president the whole time. It was, yeah, we're going to um, have an egg on our face. It was a test of faith. <laughs> like Job. Mm-hmm. And now we won't get to see the kingdom of heaven because we didn't believe in Donald Trump. We're all going to turn to the pillar of salt. I'm not saying that Donald Trump is Jesus Why? Christ, but Why? if you recall... Right before Easter, Jesus was also unfairly persecuted. <laughs> Jesus also did hang out with a lot of prostitutes. So, uh, Stormy Daniels isn't a prostitute. Oh, I wasn't necessarily informed of Stormy Daniels. Oh, you know, in there's a yeah, general. He's hung out with prostitutes. I guess you'd say sex workers, all encompassing. That gets yeah. The job that's done. where you go. Fair enough. There you go. We did it. Prostitutes. Remember Venture Stein? He loved prostitutes. <laughs> prostitutes. And then he became a freedom fighter. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they were using him, yeah. right? He was a freedom fighter originally, wasn't he? No, no, he was a um, wasn't he a worker and 
the adventure industry. No, I remember, remember he um he was a monarch henchman. That's right, a monarch henchman. That's why he's afraid of Brock. Yeah, and then they turned him into yeah, like a slave for the venture institution or whatever. And then um he got free and then they meet him later on and he's like a freedom fighter. Dude, I forget what he's doing the uh Venture Brothers, they they got a movie. It's coming out. Yeah. People have already got to go to the test screenings and stuff. Yeah, it's finished and shit. We just don't know when I get to see it. It's all done. It's really an important little... question. Yeah, if this podcast was popular enough, we could probably get it, wheeze our way in there. Yeah, like, well, we really missed our uh, chance there, you know? We, we could have gotten popular a year ago and then we could have seen it. Yeah. Now, what are we? What now. Is it, if we get popular now, what do we get to see? Fucking Guardians of Galaxy 3? Who gives a shit? If we get popular now, we'll get we'll probably get to be sent to special screenings of Netflix original films because we're so we we uh afford yeah. them so oh, much yes. praise. They're really gonna love us. Mm. We've watched uh uh what 35 of their movies and we're like, ah, about four of them are good. Well, today it becomes five of them are pretty good. I was not in the mood for this movie. Oh, I'm always in a mood for like cool girls murdering people. It's too much this sexual is, assault at um, the beginning. This is definitely uh, my kind of stuff, my kind of subgenre. Um, watching it, I was like, you know what? I just need this is all I need to consume. I just want to watch like hot dames killing people. Also, for an Asian martial arts movie, I don't like a lot of the camera work. Uh, so it's uh really cheaply made, um, low budget. Uh, it's got you know uh, blood spray plugins, which I complain about a lot. Some really bad special effects, but I think the bad special effects work in their favor. Like the motorcycle chase scene, I like how ridiculous that looks. <laughs> it looks like Sin City, you know, where like the the space doesn't even make sense and stuff. It's uh, pretty cool. But um, yeah, just the nature of it being low budget. Uh, apparently, the first Netflix original film from Vietnam. Uh, Netflix didn't have anything to do with this movie aside from distribution, but it is now the first Netflix original from Vietnam. So there you go, Vietnam. You did it. Hooray! Um, the Vietnam has two great successes in their history. Uh, they defeated the Imperial United States military. I guess in the French, too. Yeah, I'm going to say what about the French? They already have two successes. Don't take and that now they have a Netflix original film. Both on the same level, I'd say, right? I mean, Jesus. I guess. You know? Yeah, you know? They, uh, Vietnam also, they are the ones who stopped the uh, genocide in Cambodia, right? Uh, also, where a lot of Funko Pops are made. Oh, poor Vietnam. <laughs> it's crazy how um, the, like, the, the major socialist countries in East Asia produce so much of uh, our garbage, huh? Yep. yep. I guess crazy <laughs> is one word for it. Amazing. <laughs> It's, it's certainly uh, one of the definitions for amazing. <laughs> Did I say amazing? I meant um, troubling. <laughs> I don't know if it's working for him. I guess. I mean, it's that's not, the thing. Oh, it's like, not though. I mean, I, well, it's. Well, I shouldn't say it's not working for him. Vietnam's doing all right. They're doing pretty good considering um, the fallout of the United States occupation of Vietnam. <clears throat> Anyhow, um, this movie is called Furies. It is the prequel to another movie called Fury. Uh, the first movie stars Veronica No, but is directed by someone named Levon Kett. This one, Furies, directed by Veronica No. 
So starring Levon Kiet. No. Mm-mm. Oh darn. No. Veronica No isn't it though. She is Jacqueline. What did they call her? Like Aunt J- Auntie J or something like that, right? Most of the time. Auntie Lee. Is it Auntie Lee? Um, she's the older woman. It's kind of the villain. Like, well, one of the villains, I guess. Really, she's a uh, is revenge. She wants revenge, but <laughs> she, to run everything. Yeah, and also the territory, and she also like tricks these younger girls into yeah, um, avoids them uh, uses their uh, traumatic childhoods uh, yeah, to control like, them. That's uh, real. It's real shitty. She tells them they're on like a moral crusade to stop like sex trafficking, essentially, from this one specific gang in ninety Saigon. And um, it is a lie. I mean, consequently, I guess they kind of are putting a stop to the sex trade. But you would just assume that when she's in power, she'll probably just continue doing it, right? Yeah, her her plan was not to stop the sex trade. It didn't seem like. Well, yeah, she I, she just wanted to take over everything. Yeah, she wanted um, to kill those guys and then be in charge. Which I mean, fucking girl boss, am I right? Feminism, yeah, yeah. Well, that's feminism <laughs> for you. We need, we need more woman supervillains. You know, if if just imagine if Adolf Hitler was a woman, how much better the world would be. <laughs> Imagining it when it's pretty hot. Tell you what, Genghis Khan is a lot hotter with tits. I'll tell you that. You know, there's like um, for some reason in my mind, I give a lot of leeway to like the ancient like terrible people because it's like. Oh, that, I, that's all that was going on back then, you know what I mean? I, will, I, I do that too, but then at the same side, you know, when I think about it, um, I also think that in a thousand years, people are going to do the same thing with, like, Hitler and... Uh, um, oh, maybe. Yeah, cause yeah it, so, I, so I try to, to, to think about it in that context and then thus give none of those assholes any leeway. Fuck you, Julius Caesar, you piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, but uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Oh, he invented very... the he invented the postal service. He something. also had red hair like me, and, and green eyes, not like you. Not like me. He was very august. Dan Carlin, a mysterious woman, trains a trio of girls to take revenge on a criminal gang that abuses females. The three lady warriors risk everything to challenge this corrupt empire. They do risk everything. They really are putting their lives on the line for some bullshit. This lady's so long. But, so there's like... Yeah, it's like Charlie's Angels. And Charlie was an asshole. It like, uh... I mean, that's like a good angle for a modern Charlie's Angel. This movie, to be honest. Because you, <laughs> you would think probably he is just kind of using him. But, um, I mean, she did, did like get him off the streets. And, um... Gave him a place to stay. You know, she's like Khan sort of invented democracy or something. <laughs> you know, say you know. Uh, Who cares if if, if uh, the streets of China were greasy with the fat of people? Yeah, I mean, you, fucking uh, David Koresh. You know, he was he was uh, wasn't that bad. You know, he has he created a compound that the people live in there. Give him a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so what if uh, if the founder of the Dole Corporation uh, did a little minor coup and kept the queen of Hawaii in prison for a year just so he can grow pineapples? It, we get pineapples now. It's fine. Yeah, I know, like, it kind of, all those people ended up dying in Guyana, but, 
Jim Jones really was doing a lot for civil rights when he first started out and helping the poor. (laughs) You know, I know it ended up pretty bad, but and his motivation probably wasn't actually any of those things he espoused. But you know, you know, at least he he got him off the streets. He got everyone out there. You know, they're living off the fat of the land. You know, he's not all bad, right? Yeah, so it's cool that uh, Veronica No starred in the first one. I, the first one um, is a better movie than this one. Uh, unfortunately, I'm guessing there's a the first one's pretty low budget too, but it's uh, not quite as low budget. I'm guessing I don't know. It just uh, looks a little bit more polished than this one does. Um, but it is cool that. Veronica No did such a good job, and the first one was successful enough, uh, somewhat internationally, but presumably in Vietnam. That got a sequel, and they're like, "Sure, you, you go ahead. You directed Veronica No, or maybe it was her idea because she liked playing the part so much." But this is a prequel to it. But um, I could not tell you how these stories are connected. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just uh, it, it, just connected by the title. Kinda and style a little bit. So like the this star, this is not supposed to be the star of the. Yeah, the so movie. our our heroine in this movie, by I Bi figured is not supposed to be the star of is not supposed to be Veronica No in the sequel. Yeah, because I thought that was going to be the case. Because uh, the first one, Fury, is about a woman who used to be tough as shit, gangster, murderer, who's retired and is you know. Because she has a daughter and she's just trying to live, live, live a normal life and her daughter gets kidnapped. So I was thinking her character yep. in that, I think her name is Ty. This was going to be like her as a youngster, right? Like we'd see her, like how she became a killing machine. So I assumed, yeah, the heroine in this one, Bai, was going to be the same character. But um, that does not seem to be the case. And then her two friends both die, so it's not either of them, and their names are also Thon and Hong, not um, Hai, so it's not them. Huh. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see the other movie, so I, but I honestly just assumed that the first movie picks up and or she's like, yeah, I used to be in prison or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking that was going to be the case, that this is just going to be here when she's younger, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how they're connected. Aside from Veronica, no. But that's like a real life thing. It's a metatextual, I guess. Huh. Hmm. Uh, but a uh, quick rundown for this movie. I read the synopsis as Dan Carlin. My Dan Carlin impersonation is not very good anymore. I need to listen to Hardcore History. Does he uh, make any more episodes of that ever? Oh, uh, wait. I think he came out with like one of the. I haven't watched or watched, listened to one since like the second episode of the, the, the Japanese one they started. But yeah. I think he's got through. I think he's got four episodes of that one now. Oh, I should probably listen to him. I like that one pretty. Also, it had a cool title. What was it called? Oh shit! Supernova in the East. Yeah, that that's what, something like that. All of the, the the titles for his series or whatever are like they're always very intense. They're hardcore. I guess. <laughs> hardcore history. Very like apocalyptic almost. And then when he, when he tells you these historical events, a lot of times they do seem apocalyptic, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow. 
No, there was a when he I was listening to the Cuban Missile Crisis one. There was a point where I'm like, holy shit, it died like the end of the world. If I was living to that time period, I would have felt crazy. I feel pretty crazy now. So I guess we could get bombed anytime still. Yeah, but it wasn't like there weren't you know, the Russians weren't uh, threatening it quite the same way. You know, whoever just kind of laughs at Putin now. It's different when they're uh, on the Ritz. Uh, there's a bunch of ships in Cuba and there's missiles in Cuba. 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 I thought, uh, wait, wait a minute. Why is there, why is there missiles in Cuba, huh? Uh, there isn't anymore. Uh, yeah, so the uh, movie starts off. Uh, we meet uh, a little youngster, a little girl named Bai. And her mom's a sex worker making ends meet. And she's like, hey, you're going to go to school. And she's like, oh, I don't want to go to school. Everyone thinks I'm a weirdo. Uh, they don't really go into it. I guess they kind of allude to the fact that like maybe she's like tough as shit, right? Like maybe she goes a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> but um, you're like, oh, cool. She, uh, this I'm sure everything's going to work out fine, right? No, not really. Mm, one of the Johns comes over and... um. Rapes by her mom comes home and uh, gets murdered. Gets really upset as he would and um, tries to fight him off, but he uh, murders her and then by stabs the shit out of him and has like it goes into like a little bit of a fugue state and then we jump ahead a few years and she's um, living on the streets, living a hard life. They don't say specifically what she's doing to get by, but presumably, like, petty crime and who knows what else, right? Which sucks. She's about to get uh, raped and beat up by some other criminals. And uh, she happens to get saved by Veronica No, who takes her back to her apartment to meet her new sisters, Thon and Hong, who also um, are victims of sex crimes, sexual exploitation. Because it makes them easier to be manipulated. No, no, no. She's got uh, Veronica Noe's character. She's got a soft spot for the women. She hates sex trafficking and uh, sex predators, right? right? Uh, yep. That's what we're sort of told. And her husband, totally. who was murdered, he was probably a, a criminal with a heart of gold, right? There's no way he was doing any of this stuff. There's no, no he was not no, involved no, no, at no. all. Yeah. They didn't want his territory for any particular reason. There's uh, four very, um, I don't want to say anime-esque, but uh, definitely like exploitation movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, caricatures. Like, kung yeah. fu action movie of uh -huh. gangster guys that we got to go after. It's like half eighties action villain. Man, IMDb doesn't have any of these actors' names for them. Doesn't even have them listed in the cast. I got to find these dudes because they had like uh, interesting names. I know. I remember one of them. Half Blood Son was one of them. One of them was Teo. I remember that. Damn. Damn. It's crazy. So this this movie is on Netflix. I I feel like there was I saw a little bit of hype for it on the internet, but that's like specific to like weird shit that I look at, like that is concerned with like East Asian and action movies and shit. But um. Man, there's like not even a Wikipedia page for it. There's barely any like mainstream reviews for it. Just I, you know, honestly, I just don't think it was. It's still wasn't good enough. There's some weird tonal shifts in this movie. My biggest problem with it is starting off. It was at South by Southwest. That's pretty good for them. Um, 
Actually, I don't know anymore. It's South by Southwest is probably a joke now, too, right? Fuck if I know, man. I would assume so. Um, when the movie starts off, the soundtrack, terrible. It's like fucking uh, booty-ass guitar rock shit, right? It sounds like, you know, booty Robert, Robert Rodriguez's early movies? Like, you give him a pass form because you know it's Robert Rodriguez doing his own soundtracks, and he's like a booty-ass guitar man, right? So he has booty-ass guitar music in a lot of his early movies. But that's what this shit sounded like, and it's like, well, Robert Rodriguez didn't make this soundtrack, so I'm not going to give it a pass. <laughs> but luckily, about halfway through it, music. yeah, halfway through it, they're like, nah, we're going to play some like Vietnam, Vietnamese pop ballads, and I was like, all right, this is much more my style. Other than that, no other problems in the movie. Perfect. I kind of wish... <laughs> it's a perfect movie. No complaints. Everything is gold. kind of wish it was a little bit more violent, though. Like, um... Because, like, I mean, the digital blood splatter, I get it, because the uh, cost-cutting and budget concerns and stuff, but, like, they could do more of it, and, like, there wasn't any, like, interesting murders in it, really. There's the one scene where, like, Bai is about to be killed by Teo, the sex tra- the guy that does the sex trafficking wing of the operation, and then Thawne comes in, uh, hits him with the machete, and then there's, like, a, you know, slow-motion blood spray. And then um, by like fucking caves his head in with something, right? But other than that, it wasn't like super violent. Yeah, not super violent, really. I, there's some blood splatter in, um, but a lot of the violence is actually kind of quick. I think you alluded to it at the beginning. Um, a lot of the editing is like too quick, right? Especially and the fight scenes that you the fight cut, scenes. Cut. Yeah, it's like, too close. It's very, uh, it's very much in a shot like an American style action movie, which, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I hate to say it again, but John Wick, this is a John Wick inspired movie. Uh, the su- success of John Keanu. Wick turned a lot of action movies into little John Wicks. Uh, this one's luckily brave enough not to, like, try to create its own, like, alternate worlds or whatever. They're just like, yeah, 90s Saigon crime. Boom, here we go. Yeah, well, it's not like secret assassination organization or vampire hunter. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so many John, there's so many John Wicks out there. Jesus Christ, uh, everything's drenched in neon, which is the aesthetic I appreciate. Like all Netflix movies and modern movies in general, uh, digital film, uh, they're on a lot of small sets with digital backdrops. Could look terrible, but luckily everything's just in neon, so I like it. It's, I'm a simple man to please. I think we figured it out on this podcast already. Just shoot stuff at night, uh, or do black and white, or neon lights, and I'll be like, oh, oof, now this, this is cinema. <laughs> <laughs> neon lights, black and white, got mm. at night. Oh, Lord. Just got just in go. interesting like framing, and then I'll, I've done even fucking... Yeah, man, shoot stuff digitally, just use natural light, just frame it interestingly. I'll probably won't even notice anymore. Shit, who knows? Probably not for real, but if only it were so easy. So I watched this movie initially, um, I don't know, like Saturday or Sunday, and then normally record the podcast on Sunday. So I watched it like Saturday night, I think. Um, but we're recording late this week, so I ended up watching it again last night. It was a double feature with uh, Raise the Red Lantern, uh, Zhang Yimou movie, which is also just about like the bleak suffering of women in um, 
historic China, right? <laughs> so Fine. after yeah, after watching that one, I was like, you know what? Women really have had a bad shake just throughout the entirety of human history. I'm gonna watch Furies again, so at least I could see him murder some people. <laughs> they all die except for Bai. Yeah, through acts of betrayal for the most part. Well, I th- th- I think the worst death is um Hong, right? Because she's uh, secretly in love with one of the gangsters who's uh, also secretly... Yeah, and he's right there. Yeah, so my thing with it is it's really sad because he's right there and he has to like, choke back and pretend like he doesn't care. But if I was in his position and it's shit like, was already... What's the point? Yeah, just do go for it, you pussy. Yeah, if shit was already going that bad and they're about to kill like the love of my life, I'd be like, well, fuck it. It doesn't matter anymore. I'd just start blasting, you know? Yeah, kill him. I'd be like, fuck that. I gotta protect Hong. She's cute, man. She's got little flower tattoos on her shoulders. What are you doing, man? What are you thinking, buddy? That's when uh, why when Auntie Lee kills him at the end. Uh, I was like, like, yeah, you know, that's fine. <laughs> She's right. Yeah, she didn't stop. He didn't stop her her husband's death. He was right there, bitch. Yeah, he's he sucked. He's a little he's a little pussy boy. He was what you'd call a beta cuck. Beta cuck. Beta cuck. Film was originally set to release in on the twenty second of April in twenty twenty two on in theaters, but was delayed until March twenty twenty three on Netflix. Wonder why? We'll probably never be able to figure it out. Wait, so this just came out? Yeah, it just this just came out um, a couple weeks ago. I did not know that. I thought it was going to be about people in in tiger costumes what have sex with each other. Oh, furries? Yeah, furries. furries. No, this is about murder. Um, this user review is titled Strong Film Fighting the Patriarchy, so I guess the movie's actually about fighting the patriarchy. Mm. I mean, it is definitely very critical of how um, patriarchal systems allow for women to be abused and exploited all the time, but then, um, well, you know, I guess it still works in the case of... Um, Veronica knows character too because she is exploiting these girls the same way they'd be exploited in other situations because of her own uh, desires on having like the power of of the patriarchy, right? Because she's still pursuing uh, the subjugation of women and other people in general for her own personal gain, which is like symptomatic of patriarchal structures as they exist worldwide. So, you know, I guess maybe it is a pretty good criticism of patriarchy. It's just kind of sad that they all die. It'd be cooler <laughs> if... Two of them lived, at least. All three of them lived, and it was like... Then they just became like a Deadly Viper Assassination Squad type situation, right? Or like a... They actually did what they, they thought they were doing in the first place. Yeah, like a Super Sentai squad, right? They could even train, like, other young girls that they rescue and really just go out there and fucking rid the streets of sex traffickers and stuff. Then, Man, that's the whole series you got right there. Give me Netflix. Netflix. Get Netflix on the line. Get Veronica No on the line. We got to take the call. We're going to have to spice it up to get a little bit of a, a little bit more scratch, though. So it no longer takes place in Vietnam. <laughs> takes place in uh, Florida. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I'd rather live in Vietnam. Takes place in Miami-Dade County, but the cast is entirely white for some reason. Netflix, cut me the check. 
We'll give you $10 million an episode. All right. Shit, man. I bet I get more people to watch than uh, watch the Lord of the Rings series, apparently. I watched the Lord of the Rings series. Did you see that it had uh, <laughs> something like a 27% completion rate? Yeah, something was really low. <laughs> they only spent a billion dollars on it, so. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Stupid! Just keep, just make the fucking Fury series, dummies. Amazon, <laughs> you pick it up, you figure it out. Spend a billion dollars on that, dummies. Oh uh, yeah, so I do. I actually do like this movie. Like I said, it's right up my avenue, right in my alleyway. Um, it's just like a murder movie. Uh, I do wish the editing was better. I wish it wasn't so much of a John Wick knockoff. I wish they didn't all die. I wish it was more violent. You know, I wish we had a movie that confronts a patriarchy that didn't didn't start off with like a lot of rape and sexual assault. I feel like there's a way to do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's probably plenty of ways to do it. It's just like... Uh, it uh, just feels really... Um, I don't know. I guess if we... What type of movie you're trying to make it when it come to me is the question I ask. Because if you're Starting off with like a rape or sexual assault, it feels like such a heavy topic. You can't then just make a kind of a paint by numbers action movie. Uh, why not? They did it. I because I don't know. It didn't work for me as much as it seemed to work for you. I guess overall, well, it's I, just I, like the um, action. The editing, the action wasn't that great. Um, I don't know. The overall story was just kind of. Uh, and then well, there's, for me, I, there's some weird tone shifts. Like, you know what I mean? We're going from like a girl being raped to all of a sudden we're watching like a cutesy uh, dress oh, up montage. scene. Yeah. yeah. I guess for me, just because it is like a well trod, like exploitation movie trope to start off with rape and then revenge sort of thing. So to me, it is just kind of like, yeah, that's how these movies are. You know what I mean? It is, I guess, shocking to see a movie doing it in 2023. And for it to be on Netflix now that I think about it. But, uh, you know, it's fucking um, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. I Spit on Your Grave. Female Prisoner 701. You know, like just tons of exploitation movies. This is uh, basically, this is it. You know, sexual assault. Fuck that shit. Kill them all. Uh, some of them varying degrees of good and bad taste, I guess you would say. Uh, to me, this one's like pretty inoffensive. I guess there is like a that is a weird juxtaposition where it yeah it, it does go immediately to um dress up montage, which yeah. is cute on its own. But it is like huh. But you know what? There's that's life though, right? There's a strange cutesy joy interspersed with intense trauma. You know, it could happen. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> I guess I'm also giving it quite a bit of leeway because it um, is directed by a woman. So I feel like maybe she would have, like, she would, ne that would necessitate a softer touch. But even that's a little bit short sighted on my part, right? Because women can be just as exploitative of other women and patriarchal as men can. So maybe I need to reevaluate that position. No, I think that's fine. I think you should put the woman on a pedestal. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I think you're right. Especially Veronica No. She seems mm -hmm. like a pretty cool lady. I Her character definitely was. <laughs> she uh, is in The Last Jedi. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, she's got that going for her, I guess. You know? She's uh, Paige Tico. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Paige Tico. She's got a cool name. Cool Paige Star Wars Tico. name. 
That's a glup shit right there. <laughs> Wait, had a wall on it's not as good as glup shit. Um, she's in the Crash of Tiger Hidden Dragon Sword of Destiny, which I heard was terrible. Never watched it. I never watched it, yeah. Uh Zhang Ji's not in it, I don't think, so Well then what's the point? Yeah, exactly. I wonder what she's been up to. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. I should call her up. I should hit her up on uh MySpace. <laughs> gonna send her a DM. Mm-hmm. Hope they call it on MySpace. I don't remember. Oh yeah, um, the private message, direct message. I don't know. Once upon a time in Vietnam, that's got to be. Oh no, never mind. I thought it was gonna be good based off of the naming convention, right? Once upon a time in, because you know, once yeah, upon, upon a time, time in China, in York, once upon a time in New York, once upon a time in. Etc. Etc. Uh, but no, just looking at the poster for it, it's like a cheapo fantasy alternate history sword and bullshit movie. Oh, sword and bullshit. Sword and bullshit. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of movie. I love, you know, I love, I love a good sword and bullshit movie. In uh, 2016, she was in a little film called uh, Bitcoin Heist. I'm not familiar. How do you yeah. heist bitcoins? Just, yeah, I imagine you just fill the uh, oh my hard, God. hard drive that you keep the coins on. Oof, I have important news. This just in off of uh, the wire. <laughs> Coming off the wire. Uh, Veronica No was in Bright. I don't. Did we see her in Bright? Oh, we, oh, we saw Bright. I don't remember. Yeah. What was her character's name? Tien. I don't remember. I don't remember who that is. <laughs> I'm going to Google image search Bright Tien. Oh my, there's a fan wiki for Bright. Oh my god. Sure, there is. There's fan wiki for everything these days. They're real upset that uh, they're not going to have a Bright 2. Oh, her name's not actually Veronica No, by the way. That's like her American name that she uses, like working in America, I guess. Her name's actually um, No Thon Vaughn. So keep that in mind. So she looks like, um, based off the screen captures, she looks like she was maybe the evil elf lady. I don't remember the movie well enough, but I think. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah. the evil elf lady. Was she? She had a bunch of like makeup and lights on her, right? But she's got. A, I mean, she's got blonde, a blonde bob haircut in it, and she's got elf, fake elfy eyes, and uh, but yeah, that's her. I guess, based off of these pictures I'm seeing. <laughs> well, good for her. And now she's directed movies. What she got upcoming? The Old Guard 2. Mm, not interested. <laughs> oh, she's directed three movies. <clears throat> the Lost Dragon. Tom Kong. Tam Cam. The Untold How Story. How dragon? The Lost Dragon. It's so big, how we lose a dragon? It was a very august dragon. Very august dragon. August. Why does he pronounce it that way? Doesn't he mean to say August? (laughs) (laughs) Full on Vietnamese action. Wendy Saigon. That's only the kind of thing you get in the video store behind the curtain. (laughs) Uh, Body and Witcher. Exploitation of women. Let's see what Letterbox has to say. It's got a move listed as 2022 on uh, Letterbox. <laughs> They're liars, as we have discovered. Which uh, who's your favorite Fury? Oh, I don't know. Wong, I guess. Yeah, she had the uh, 
she had the right outlook on life, I guess. You know what I mean? She said, you know, let's run away from all this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like what I think of any time I face any kind of hurdle. Like, you got to go to the doctor later this week. Uh, I better run away. Unfortunately, mine's even more extreme than that. It's like, uh, I'll just kill myself. Like, oh, well, I mean, uh, that's the run, kind of running away that you can never come back from. Mm-hmm. Oh, this must be uh, oh, your one-star review on Letter- Letterboxd. It says, this story is awfully rapey and too much shaky <laughs> cam during the action scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. Uh, the good. Veronica No is a uh, real screen presence. The other Furies are fine. Um, also, I guess the that Vietnamese last name, No, I can't pronounce it correctly, but I guess no. you're just no. supposed to say No. No. And like you know, white no. white people just say no, but it's like no, no, no. Yeah, I can't do it. No. Uh, the bad. The only occasionally great fight choreography is too frequently ruined by the editing. The saturated green and red look gets gets old real fast. Oh, he's this guy's an idiot. <laughs> he's <laughs> Even, right about the editing though. <laughs> yeah, but you can't get it. you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get tired of. Red and green lights, uh, neon lights. I don't think so. I don't think so. I I, have, well, I, you know, I so. enjoy red and green lights from the uh, <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving until January tenth. Uh, the even worse though, the script is hot fucking garbage. <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't read the script. I just saw as it was translated on the screen. Yeah, the translation. Some of the dialogue wasn't great, but I don't know if the translation is bad. So I'm gonna give it a pass. <laughs> Fight scenes were a drag, fast paced. There were unrealistic amounts of ammo on guns used. Final fight scene. Yeah. yeah. That's what I always hate about action movies how unrealistic the ammo is. I'm always counting. Yeah, yeah. one, two. Oh, <laughs> she's shot 12 times now. That gun only holds 11. The only time I want to see someone reload or I worry about any of that shit in a movie is when it's, it's dramatic. Like, yeah, and if it like looks cool. You know what I mean? Like if you have like come up with like a badass way for your character to constantly reload their gun, then. Absolutely, just have them reloading all the time. But otherwise, well, I mean, everything sprays bullets as far as I know. I don't even know how guns work. I think they manufacture bullets, right? <laughs> it's materialized. And then, mm. like, there's a bunch of guys in there that push them out really fast. Little teeny guys. Man, everyone hates this movie. <laughs> I think it's time to accept that you might be wrong. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Let's, we got some. We got. I'm switching to the five stars now. I don't want to see any more bad shit about this movie. I don't want to hear anything bad about how maybe you shouldn't have rape scenes in your movie. This movie is the definition of starting strong and ending strong. Cool lights and shots through and through. It was a roller coaster ride of emotions. Just badass women fighting syndicate crimes with found family. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with this person. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell, this movie was so good. It took turns in places I didn't expect. This person's an idiot. This is going well. There are many elements of this film to criticize, but no negatives outweigh the sheer badassery that you get to experience while watching it. Fuck the cliche characters and predictable plot twists. Sure, we could have done a little more insight on Hong and Thon's Backstories, but that won't keep me up at night. I'm very satisfied with the drug zombie goons, bad bitch espionage, women empowerment, and high adrenaline fight sequences. This film also managed to do something that many male directors are absolutely incapable of, and that's showing women dominating, being powerful, and hot as fuck without sexualizing them. Uh, I think Hong got think, sexualized quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, they, they sexualized them plenty. 
Um, I just don't think there's. I also just don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with uh, showing adult people in sexual situations or yeah, I'm not, in I'm, sexual I'm, light. I don't really care about it. It just you know it depends on what you're trying to do and what you, you know the story you're presenting. I don't know. I just want to go back to like. I'd feel way better about the this movie if I didn't watch a little girl being raped at the beginning. You know, it's like it's such a strange way to start off this movie. You could just have a mom being killed by one of the Johns. I think you've gone soft after you had kids. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't like a bad thing. <laughs> I definitely don't like watching little girls getting raped. It's not fun for me. <laughs> well, you know, like what's interesting about it is, like I, when I was watching it, not a second thought in my head. I, I mean, a little bit. I was like, "Oh, this sucks," but you know, what I mean, I was like, "This is how movies like this start." The didn't really think about it. Didn't ruin my day or anything. And then uh, now that you're talking about it, I'm like, "Wait a minute!" It kind of makes sense why people wouldn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that part is just really traumatized i mean anybody that has been sexually assaulted will find this movie from the get-go kind of traumatic which you know that's just something you have to kind of deal with unfortunately i guess my thing is um it's uh pretty easy for me to suspension of disbelief when i'm watching a movie you know what i mean like as soon as i'm watching a movie i'm just like all right it's a movie let's see how they made it you know yeah i get it but then, uh, yeah, now take a stop, take a second, and think about it. And it's like, wait a minute, that is pretty intense, isn't it? Especially nowadays, right? You don't necessarily. I don't really think that. I mean, like, even the explo- exploitation movies you named. I'm trying to think if they ever showed anybody really young getting raped. Like they definitely showed someone that was a teenager, but you know, the actress was over eighteen. Oh, well, I think what's Possibly more upsetting about some of those exploitation movies, not any ones I named, but they, I think there is some that are uh, real life sketchy and not necessarily oh, right. But yeah, I, mean, you, I don't know any of those offhand. I know you, you yeah. yeah, for sure. You, I know you're talking mm. about. And I, I don't, I would like to think this movie isn't real life sketchy. That's kind of my. I go into every movie with that as my perspective unless i'm kind of told otherwise right uh, i normally just assume that because my philosophy about sex and violence blah blah in media in film in the arts or whatever you want to call it um is as long as behind the scenes the production of the film and blah blah didn't involve any exploitation or coercion or anything like that then you can do whatever you want in a movie right because it's just a movie i'm not a, killing any studio kids with a helicopter you're fine. I mean, yeah. And then even that, you know, if it's if it was for in service of uh, American Werewolf in London, <laughs> maybe I'd be okay with it. But it was just the Twilight Zone movie. So. Right, what were we talking about? Um, bad taste. Uh, it, I guess I don't necessarily. I don't. It's not bad taste how the movie starts, but I could. It definitely is. Um, could be traumatic for someone. And it is really intense because, like, yeah, she is just a little girl. Yeah, I, it's definitely. I I would say it's borderline bad taste, but um, I don't know. You, you can get away with it if the, the movie was a little bit better. Yeah, I guess in my mind it gets away with it because it is. Uh, it really is just kind of like a cheap exploitation movie. 
So I'm like, yeah, that's par for the course. That's how these movies start. If my expedition movie doesn't start with a rape, I don't want to watch it. I mean, it could be other stuff, but it does often seem to start with rape. <laughs> what a fierce piece of action exploitation cinema. It hits like a truck at full speed. Absurd visual expression. Who would have known Veronica Noe had the caliber of director, this caliber of director in her? That motorcycle set piece, holy shit, unbelievable stuff. The motorcycle chase is fucking amazing. I do like it, but I don't know if I'd call it a set piece. I guess it's like technically it's a set piece. Not that that it's an actual set. Well, no, not that it's an actual set, but uh, it's uh, a series of scenes and events that take place around a setting. Uh, you know and like they are on an actual set at the beginning and the end of it <laughs> there's just a big part in the middle where they're like f- flying gotta be like 300 miles an hour through the streets of saigon right because like first of all the the space spatial uh, the, the 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 diameter of it right is off right because they're like way too big for the scale of it <laughs> and but then they're also going so fucking fast <laughs> but it rules though it like really reminds me of like um, like tokusatsu special effects or um, like early Japanese forays into CGI splatter effects over practical effects and stuff. It's really cool. I mean, there's some random special effects in the movie. There's like a, a random bullet time effect at the mm. end. Um, it's hey, we got a budget for this. Why don't we let's, let's throw some dollars? Who wants to do a budget, a bullet time, huh? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like. I kind of like how like slapdash it is and like sloppy, right? Because they are utilizing a bunch of like techniques, but not incredibly well. But like the spirits there, which you know, it's like if you have the heart, but your execution's off, that's much better than to me than like having perfect execution and there's like no heart to the movie, you know. Like I'll, I would much rather watch movies like this a thousand times than um, Spider Man or something, you know. Whoa, wait, which Spider Man? Any of them? How dare you, Spider Man Two? <laughs> I mean, maybe not Spider Man Three, but Gross. the other ones, That's yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, the other ones, yeah, yeah, probably. I don't particularly like I have to watch Spider-Man's. James Franco fucking mean mug into the camera one more time. I'll kill myself. I don't particularly like any of the Spider-Man's. Spider-Man's. Mm, Spider-Man's. Now, obviously, the Raimi ones are much better films than the Marvel ones, but um, I still don't like Raimi that much, you know? So it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> He's crying into his piles of cash as we speak. My gosh, I didn't expect to like this so much. Basically, I saw it was trending on Netflix, so I decided to watch it. I didn't realize it was trending on Netflix. Good for them. It shows you, you know. It was <clears> the 10th <throat> most watched foreign movie on Netflix on Tuesday from midnight to 2 a.m. That's, that's when all the coolest people are doing their Netflix watching. Vampires. Perfect. I kind of want to be like Bai and Thon on the future. Damn, they are so strong, but why the fuck they had to die? Do you want to be dead in the future? I mean, you'll get your I mean, list. Everyone will. Buy lift. Yeah, that's true. Buy lift. Kind of want to be like Bai and Thawne in the future. Damn, they are so strong. Why the fuck did they have to die? This is, you know what? Two weeks in a row. Am I right? We're real fucking... <laughs> this is a feminist podcast now. Like, Noel Holmes' message was clear. 
Don't listen to the bullshit, the patriarchy, what society tells you to do. You can do anything you want. You can be anything you want to be. Fuck it up. Go out there and fuck it up. And then we watch the Furies, and it's like, hey, you know what? Do what some older lady tells you to do and become a murder machine and fuck it up. That's right. <laughs> Until it turns out that she's actually going to just do the same thing that she told you to fuck up. Then fuck her up. Yeah, you know what? Bai gets the last laugh, doesn't she? She's like, well, you taught me to murder, and now you will be murdered. <laughs> oh. Final review from uh, Letterboxd, and then I'll give the final evaluation. The most important evaluation that all have been waiting for. What does it get out of 10 from the old Tiger Sky? Kind of love this. Hated the sexual assault shit, but I understand that it was there to justify some of the plot. Blah, blah, blah. The motorcycle like, sequence. Again, I can feel like you can justify the plot some other way, but that's just my. Uh, the motorcycle sequence was silly looking with some awkward VFX, but I could still see the ambition. I, th- I kind of think it's intentionally supposed to be that way. I don't know how to see how it can be any other way. Well, I, so part of it is like the limit of the budget, I think. But I I don't think they're like, well, this is the best we can do. You know what I mean? I think it's supposed to be purposely stylized that way. Because uh, at the beginning of it, it's almost um like I, I think it might be an homage to Wong Kar Wai's Fallen Angels. Like that motorcycle scene. Or maybe I'm just fucking crazy. But I think it's intentionally supposed to be like hyper stylized like that. Um, all girls are cool as fuck, charismatic and great and sexy in their action scenes. Veronica No is a good director. Loved how colorful and stylish this was. The action was supposedly directed by Carrie Abrick, but I'm going to have to assume No worked closely with him because the action scenes felt in place with the non-action scenes and it all seemed to work better for me than other movies he did action for, which is uh, Fury and the Princess. Uh, both those movies have pretty good action. I don't know if any of the other movies seem to be so simultaneously fun and fucked up at the same time. Well, there's plenty of them if you go out there looking, mister. Mister, you listen to me. Uh, here's a four-star review. That my, me, when, me when girl boss, and then it's four um, heart-eye smiley face emojis. Hmm. Yeah. Girl boss. Girl boss gatekeep. Uh, vote blue. What are, uh, uh, I don't know. Demisexual. <laughs> It's fucking shit people say on TikTok. Oh, that was another thing when I was watching all the hogs on TikTok. Everyone, you know, like, so I'm I'm going to say this and I don't want you to miss it. I got, I'll, I'll clarify afterwards, but I was watching it and I was Here like, you know what? Everyone's a liberal. And I don't mean, like, actual their um political beliefs or anything, right? But, uh, you know, like, the, 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 the internet stereotypical idea of a liberal, like, someone fa- forward-facing TikTok camera, like, being real smarmy and, like, acting like a Nickelodeon cartoon character and telling people to vote and blah, blah, You know, like, the idea of like, just, like, an annoying, like, the, 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 the cliche idea of, like, what a 19-year-old annoying fucking liberal is, even from the right-wing perspective or in general, right? Uh-huh. Everyone fucking acts like that now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like the, the 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 hogs like try to clown on like liberals or anyone like oh this is how you act. You do the same fucking thing. All of them are just doing the same the same fucking manner mannerisms, the same fucking like uh the like the vocabulary is different and they're also talking about insane shit. <laughs> but they're you know, they're still do they all are just acting like 
I just want to know when, like, who decided that they're going to start filming all their shit and doing like these uh, straight to video, like straight to camera videos uh, of them in their car. I don't know. I just don't. How can people just be posting this much shit on the internet all the time? I know we have a podcast, and the podcast is basically me getting on here and talking shit about how my opinions are correct, right? But like, there's people. Do you see these TikToks from these like these hogs, and it's like they were watching the news and thought they had one clever thought, so they immediately filmed it for TikTok and posted it. You know what I mean? It's like who's doing that shit? I spend I don't spend like hardly any time thinking about like what I need to post on the internet or you know what I mean like I think my opinions about things are great obviously based on this podcast but even <laughs> even with that inflated ego I have that I have I don't think my opinions are great enough that I post them on the internet nonstop you know what I mean well maybe you should do it you should start because apparently that's how you get famous I guess I'm gonna start streaming. Um, maybe the Non-stop. end of this week, straight to camera. Well, no, I am actually gonna start streaming. It might be Friday this week, or it might not be till Monday because I got some shit I need to finish up this week before I get started. But I'm fucking World Warcraft, classic World Warcraft, hardcore. I'm gonna start doing that shit. I'm gonna get so famous. You, you don't masturbate for sixty days straight. Then nonstop, I'm gonna post my opinions on the internet. I'm gonna stream the ultimate form of opinion posting. Where no one can stop you. Yeah, but anyhow, everyone's too narcissistic and shitty, but not me. So go to twitch.tv slash VHS underscore KVLT. I'll be there. I'll be shit posting live in your house. King of the Ring. WrestleMania. Bret Hart. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Jigger. Um, yeah, so anyways, uh, I did actually like Furies. I thought it was pretty cool. It's a, um, you know, simple formula, perfect kind of movie for me. It's a formula I like. It's got all the ingredients there. Veronica No, up and coming action director, possibly. Uh, editing is kind of bad, but only, well, I shouldn't say only because the, the, like editing for most of the movie is fine. But the editing in the fight scenes is pretty bad, and the movie's kind of all about the fight scenes, so <laughs> sort of is a big problem, the editing. But uh, I think it's more than made up for with all the neon lights, um, cool girls being tough, and the uh, motorcycle chase sequence. I give it 6.5 out of 10. Oh, okay. Well, it's not as, you didn't give it as high as a diagon or two. I give it 5.5 uh, out of 10. Uh, for yeah, the I'm not... Reasons, a- I- yeah, this is not ten out of ten, but you know it's fucking it's pretty good. Also, yeah, I'm actually I'll go seven out of ten. I don't <laughs> want to do I don't want to do half measures. I bullied you into half point seven higher. Seven out of ten. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie for my taste, but I mean, yeah, it's not like a masterpiece or anything. Um, it's not even a movie I could really recommend to uh, most of the people I know. But like I said, for my particular taste. Yeah, cool shit. Oh, I would shit. like to see more movies of um, cool women just murdering people for any reason. Really, it doesn't even need to be justified. <laughs> you didn't say "God bless you" when I sneezed. Well, I mean, like natural born killers. That's a pretty good movie. With the, they were uh, justified. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were. Some of the murders were justified, right? Not Rodney <laughs> Dangerfield. 
What about uh, Wild at Heart in the beginning when um, Nick Cage kills that guy who pulls a knife on him? That's justified, right? Justified. Justified. What about Justified? Justified. What about all those uh, homicides that um, New Jack had? Those are Justified. Justified homicides. He threw a man off a scaffolding. He wanted to kill him. Uh, I also well, I did so you know <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, I also don't know if I believe all that shit that New Jack used to say about himself. Well, it's, yeah, but it's it, I don't want to, but at the same time, it's like kind of have to, don't you? It's well, like some of it, yeah, is some like, of it's like I don't want to. Oh, yeah, it's just him being New Jack, and but at the same time, he really did throw him out scaffolding. Well, my thing is New Jack definitely is was like a tough, dangerous dude, right? I just don't know that like he actually has like six justified homicides. Oh and, yeah, I don't know. If he was actually a people. bounty hunter, or you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the like extreme like shit he said that took place before he became wrestler. It's like I don't know about all that, man. But uh, whatever. Rest in peace to New Jack. Uh, what are we watching next week? Let's roll the dice. You better have some feminist movies on there because we're only watching feminist shit now. Uh, I don't know. On this very oh, podcast, I do have I do have one that stars two ladies. So two ladies. Let's see if that comes up. You want a five? It'll pass the Bechdel test, right? So that's. Oh um, no! It absolutely will not have passed the Bechdel test. I thought it was just I've seen I've seen the trailer. Talking and it's not about a dude, right? Yeah, but it, I believe it's going to be about a dude based on the... Oh, two women talking about a dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think there's a dude. I'm pretty sure the, 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 the main point of the movie is a dude. Uh, we didn't get that one, though. We got a six, oh. which is the Warriors of the Future. The Warriors of the Future? Yeah. Is that <laughs> like the a future. sequel to the Warriors? Yeah, so it's, no, it's a uh, prequel to the Warriors of the Past. Is it Warriors of Future? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's Warriors of Future. Oh, this is a Hong Kong movie, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. This is, yeah, this is, yeah, this is going to be good for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to, it's like so terrible that like, oh, it's a Hong Kong sci-fi movie and you immediately laugh because Hong Kong used to be the spot. You know what I mean? Oh, for like cool for anything. martial arts movies and anything like yeah. fucking but now you like oh Hong Kong oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong, huh? yeah that sucks poor Hong Kong. Everyone... Well, I mean, from what I know about it, it's just like a Hong Kong CGI fest. Yeah, Korean allows in it. I don't know who the director is. Yeah, I, was like, I don't. Well, I guess we'll talk about it more next week. But it's Hong Kong cinema has really fallen off in like the last twenty years, and it's a big fucking bummer. But uh, I imagine this one's probably going to be good, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know about if good would be the word I'd use for it. Maybe fun. Might be, might be a fun one. Yeah, it could be. Um, could be. I, could, I remember the tr- the trailer. It looks really gray. So well, well you got cool. CGI. You got to do gray, otherwise, yeah. you know, if you do have too much color, people can see the CGI. Yeah, like in the Furies, and it was awesome yeah. when they were doing the motorcycle chase scene. It's not like you they weren't trying to hide it. <laughs> it's not like you watch these movies and think this shit's real any, anyways, you know what I mean? It's not like I don't watch I don't I didn't sit down for Avengers Endgame and I was like, "Oh, it's really Spider-Man." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but I I'm, I'm waiting to shake hands with Thanos any day now. I'm going to meet the guy that played Thanos. Yeah, I don't know. They should just make it look fake. 
if that's all he can do because it'll be more fun, you know? I mean, like, Spider-Man looked fake anyways. <laughs> he looked like rubber man. Whatever. Uh, next week, Warriors of Future should be pretty, pretty good. I doubt it'll be as good as the Masterpiece said his Furies. Everyone, check it out if you haven't yet, you losers. Don't you want to see hot dames murdering people? Um, murdering fools. Worst part was um, when Hong died. Rest in peace, Hong. She was the coolest. Uh, VHS, KVLT.com. That is our website. You can listen to podcasts there and donate to the Patreon. But most importantly, you got to take that link. You're going to copy it. And you're going to start pasting it all over town. And I, all over town on the internet, I mean. Like the internet. You know, you know. And more than that, you're going to steal your, your friends' phones. You're going to steal your mom's phone, your dad's mm-hmm. phone, your uncle's phone, your teacher's phones, and you're subscribed mm-hmm. to the podcast. And leave you're a gonna, five-star review. Yeah, you're going to like and subscribe. Subscrimbo. And if you don't... From every phone you see, you know, ask for passwords. Yeah, just strangers. You get an Uber, tell your Uber driver. Tell them say, hey, I broke and I see your phone real quick. And then just subscribe to the password, the podcast. Hey, you say, check this shit out. They're reviewing Netflix films. Can you believe it? Can you Can believe it? Can you believe it? Netflix. I can't. Did you know Netflix has like hundreds of movies on it? No one did. They thought it was just Stranger Things. They used to think it was a device that you used to watch The Office, but now you watch Stranger Things. Also Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. They had a cramp song in it, apparently. I don't think I, I only watched like two episodes. I don't remember hearing a cramp song. There's a meme that came out of it or some shit where she's dancing at like prom or some shit. And she's dancing to a cramp song. She's dancing to Google Mug. Turn into a teenage Google Mug. Anyways, uh, VHSKVLT.com. Check it out. Uh, gonna start streaming soon. I'm gonna play World of Warcraft and complain about it the whole time because I kind of do not like any video games. But you know, I think it'll be an interesting <laughs> angle. Yeah, well, hey, come watch me a video game. I hate. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're listening to this podcast where I talk shit about most things, then you'll definitely enjoy watching me stream where I talk shit about even more things. <laughs> That'll be at Twitch.tv. Slash VHS underscore KVLT. Check it out. Probably start on Monday. And uh, it'll be like afternoons into the evenings sort of thing. So see you there, pussy. And otherwise, uh, love you. Thank you very much. Tell all your friends and family. Um, See you next week. It's gonna be some good shit.